Ding, ding, ding. I was just saying before we hit the live button, what are you drinking there, Joe? And see, you guys forgot to tell me to do it. There we go. Turn off your freaking audio. Oh, we literally, I just said like uh, 45 seconds before the show, don't let me forget to turn my thing off. And then, yeah. Um, hey, can we start the show off with a uh, rehashing a small argument we had in the super secret chat a while back? Sure. I'm a little worried, but let's go ahead. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. So, so me and Adam discovered this fat, jiggly, greasy haired Italian guy on TikTok, right? Oh, he's around, shakes his guy. He's wearing a gold chain. 100% Italian. Just no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He has I mean, that vicious hard face. He's got the vicious hard face. Yeah, Italians don't have that hard face. This, okay, guys. Now, even, just wait. Pause for a mean. second. We're, we're, we have no affiliation with racist Joe. He chooses to come in the show by himself. Okay, now we can get back to the show. Go ahead, Joe. Continue your conversation. <laughs> I mean, he's got a striped shirt on, greasy hair, beautiful olive-tinted skin, gold chain. I mean, Italian. Boom, 100%. He's like on all the, the, the Instagram and reels and the TikTok he, things and his this? belly shaking. He legitimately can jiggle his belly, his huge belly, with yeah. the beat of the music. Yes. Let's make it back. Let's, let's make it back. If he is Italian, I don't know. I'll... I'll I'll buy a fuel piece, uh, what's it called, Maffle, and give it away on the show. How are we going to find Italian? Yeah, how are we, we going to prove that? How, how oh, are I can look gonna, it up, I'm pretty sure. How are, no, no, no. I would really like to know how this would go down. How on earth are you going to buy from Canada a fuel piece manifold and get it down to the United States? Oh, I'll just send it to place. No. I've done it. I got fuel piece stuff. No, dude, you, you just, can't send gift cards from Walmart to True Tech Tools, bro. No, like, no, no. Don't. I'll buy the actual manifold. <laughs> you can't no, you don't, buy it off the manifold no, and have them ship it. I don't the, know why the, I like the, watching those the, videos. The, the music is like a ding 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 a it's and not the ding a ding a ding a. It's like dip dip dip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. definitely Italian. Definitely Is that Italian. like Scat Daddy or something like. That? Yeah, he's one of those fake ones, you know. Like, as he's oh, doing it, his belly's bouncing, and usually there's a guy next to him that puts food in his mouth as he's dancing. It's awesome. Yeah. I, bet, I bet you could pull a roll of pepperonis out of his belly button. That's how Italian he is. <laughs> Cured meat, nice. That's funny. Uh, Jonathan Hughes asks me what. Did I do to my apprentice? I don't know what that means. Oh, you mean this guy right here? You're probably talking about oh. <laughs> naked Bill right here. You guys, this right here should be available on HVACOvertime.com, but it's yep. not. It's yep. the curious Yo, HVAC shit. guy camo hat with the tag still attached. That's Bill sent this right. to me many years New ago. New idea. New idea for the website. Hmm. What's that? Instead of having like bobbleheads for each of us, we have yeah. blow up inflatable sex dolls of each of us Ooh. on the website for sale. That might be kind of creepy how many of them would sell. I <laughs> imagine off the shelf. Yeah, man. That'd Hell be kind of yeah. creepy, bro. And then we'd be seeing like weird TikToks popping up with our inflatable bodies being abused. No. So uh, I not, not into that. That's one of those ideas that's not going to make it through the 24-hour grace period, is it? Yeah, no, that's not. a negative ghostwriter. Pattern is for uh, my friend. Yeah, so what's been going on this week, people? Oh, it's been kind of crazy. 
work for me. Been a little busy as usual, but eh. my I had a guy that had been out sick for a while, so he came back today. So that was cool. So hopefully I don't Did have to be on today? call this weekend. What's that? Yeah, he came back today. So oh well, shoot, that's cool. Yeah, that'll relieve some stress. You know, when it, when you run like I run a small business, so I only have. Uh, three on-call techs and one of them is me so it just kind of throws everything in the loop <clears throat> or in a in a loop and messes everything up in so, a tizzy yeah, yeah. In a tizzy. yeah and like a, a five-week loop where you're the only guy on call pretty much yeah it was a bit exhausting and then i had a um a trade show this weekend our local i hacky uh, i hacky trade show so that was cool i took tuesday off went down there um, had a nice day at the trade show, met a lot of great people, manufacturers, had lots of conversations with everybody. And, uh, it was really cool. Is so, that, does that, is that like a sign of lying when you touch your face, when you're saying something? Oh, that what you're doing? <laughs> no, was I like scratching my face? Yeah, I met a really great, interesting people at the show. And he's like, it's in his face. No, um, I had, uh, I had an interesting conversation or not interesting, but a cool conversation with, uh, Brian, the tech support guy from blue on. Um, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure his name's Brian. He's the older guy with the white hair. I think so. But uh, he was cool hey. talking to him for a while. New rule. New rule. If you're not the one talking, you have to describe to me what the other person who's talking is doing with their hands and their face and stuff. <laughs> so I can I can feel like I'm part of the show. That'll be a bit distracting, Bill. Okay. <laughs> What's he doing with his hands, Joe? Uh, he's putting your hand on his crotch. Is he making masturbating look? Yes, motions? With, the, with your skeletor. Yes. Yeah. Skeletor. Yeah. Gently touching right now, dude. It's kind of. So, oh, you know what? Uh, you know who else? Uh, Chris hung out with that I hacky. Who did I hang out with? Russ King from. I didn't. Out. I did. Let's not say I hung out with. I went you over to his to booth and, and said then, no, hi. He, you said hi, and then you're like, hey. Can you do me a favor? I just was wondering if you could double check Adam's load that he did on my house because I think he fucked it up. Oh, no, he did one I, of those. Uh, I got okay. into a conversation with him and I told him that uh, this is Russ King from Quick Model. And uh, I told him that I had just downloaded their program and I was using it for a video. And then I was like, my friend is is doing a load for me. And I go, you, you might know him. And he go, and I said, Adam Muffich. And he's like, yeah, Adam. Yeah. So he was stoked that you were doing this. And then he said, yeah, if, if uh, you wanted to him to go over it he'd be willing to look it over just let him know yeah you did no but that was cool and um yeah, yeah. lots of other great people can we go up up in chat again because uh chris and adam i'm just gonna say chris and adam because me and bill don't have the authority to do it yeah i uh, missed a couple okay, questions in chat there bill good questions too there's yeah. a lot of people uh, here tonight by the way yeah yep, jumping up there's a lot of people, good people here. Yes, there is. Let's do our, let's do a quick shout out. Who's in, who's in the chat? I know we probably Jason Johnson, Herman Lloyd, Chipmunk, Mike B, JJ, everything HVC, Randy Ravioli, Jesus Tilapia. Mm-hmm. I don't see Randy Ravioli. Hamilton. You know, if Randy's not here, we can't give him a shout out. So I don't know. If Randy doesn't come to the show, he can't get a shout out. AIDS Garage Gaming and YT. Okay. So I'm gonna go back yeah, to this question. Man, in, the sh- in the house, eh? Yep. Yep. How do you guys think you can make the most money in HVAC industry? I'm thinking owning a business, no matter what level. Definitely not. Work. I don't know. That's what he says. 
I mean, I shouldn't say definitely not. At my, yeah, my, mental, business. Oh, Rich at my mental state right now, hey, I do not want to be a business owner. So, yeah. You know what? Let me tell you. So at the end of the day today, I've been working on this project. This has just ended up sucking. All right. Uh, it's a house way out in the sticks, like way far away from my house. Um, and they, the guy has two propane furnaces and propane is killing him. Right. The cost of propane. So I'm installing two Daikin Sky Air heat pumps in his house, and it's just been a pain. You got to replace the line side. His basement's completely finished. Actually, it was pretty creative how we did it to replace the line set. One of the exterior walls, there's like a, a gap all the way down it. We ran the line set over, but then there's a crawl space above. So, you know, like the, what do they call it? Like that webbing, nylon webbing or whatever to hang flex with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We yeah. hung it over the wall because there was a drop ceiling and looped it all the way down to the floor and do, did like four or five, like several cradles like that. Ran the line set and just like pushed it in this crawl space area and then slowly lift the webbing up and then uh, screwed it up. We got Sweet. it. It was a pain in the butt. Line sets are really long, everything. So I get through. Uh, today was a little stressful because we were removing the furnaces today and actually trying to go online and convert everything over, run the electric, everything, blah, blah, blah. The end of the day, I'm going through. You got to go through the, the system self-test right in, in, the, in the beginning. It's going through. You hear the, uh, the compressor start ramping up. The top fan starts spinning. It's going, it's going. I'm like, oh, things are going good, you know? And then all of a sudden, uh, the bottom fan starts spinning. And it's like, clack, 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 oh, clack. No. And uh, yeah, it was snowing. It was blowing freaking snow in my face. <laughs> it's yeah, cold right. outside. And at that point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to apply at Walmart. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's your answer to your question, bro. No, I mean, there's days that it's it's awesome being yeah. a business owner. There's more days that it's awesome than not. But still, just when you have those bad days, those bad weeks, those bad months, those bad multiple years in a row, um, it just starts to eat at you. So. I'll, I'll tell you my, my opinion. If you're not over here, my, like my stance, if you're not going to do something niche in the residential field, I wouldn't do residential as my own business. I would go union and do something commercial or something else. If you're in a niche market in residential, maybe it's IEQ or uh, dehumidification or whatever, then I would consider having your own business. But residential own business, it's a cutthroat. These guys it, will tell you. It might be different, though, in smaller areas where it's sure. not as big of a, a freaking pool or whatever. You know? Yeah, like, uh, good call. Good point. I mean, you live in a, a big city area. Yes. I live in a big city. Like, There's freaking thousands and thousands and thousands of heating guys out yeah. there. Well, by the way, Adam, let's just... I'm going to say something what? just recently top 18 in the world for top cities just to Ooh. go to Toronto. Wow. Oh, yeah, really. um, when I was at the uh, trade show, you were talking about the, the fabric crap that you hold the duct up with or whatever the tape stuff. Um, <laughs> you're talking about like the mesh crap that you hang crap with, right? You hang, it's like uh, for flex duct. They yeah. Use. For flex duct. So when I was at the trade show, there was a guy and I'm sure there's other iterations of this, but he came up with the idea to put cradles under flex yeah, stuff that that stuff awesome. connects to. And cradles, I was like, okay. oh, that's real. And I was taking pictures. I, I was trying to find the picture on my phone, but it's in a video. I'm going to probably release so it on my channel. They, they make, so. I think, I don't know if it's the same company, but they make cradles to like hang it from the ceiling, like flat cradles. But then they also make like cradles that are like 90s. To make yeah, like this one, shape. this one just, just cradles one. the duck so it doesn't pinch when right. the, when the stuff cool. goes, you know, right at cool. the, to hold it up. 
so I'll I'll release a video of the trade show soon, and I'll have. I also uh, got to hold the new Navac um, battery operated bender. Um, okay. It's actually rather big, but still, it's is it heavy? It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's is, pretty heavy. Does it have a, a reverse bender on it? It does. It's an attachment Ooh. that you have to buy separate, but yes, it does. And one thing that they did on it, um, and I'll release it on my video too is they have a release. So when when it retracts back down, you know on 7 8s how it'll get stuck in the yes. freaking mandrel? Yeah. It pops it out of the mandrel. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, neat. and the mandrel thing what, is metal. What's the, what's the reverse bender that you're talking what about? Other way, dude? So From if the, you take a, a ratcheting bender, right? The ones that you use that look like a crossbow, you you click yeah, with your hands. That's what I got. Like yeah, when it bends like. down, it only bends one way. Well, you can actually buy a reverse bending attachment for that. Right. And it's so like think of, it, think of it this way, Bill. Like if you're if you're at the side of a building and if you want to bend it tight, like down a wall or something like that, you can't do that because the bender is going to get in the way of the yeah. wall. With the yeah. reverse bender, you pop it on top and then you're not in the oh, yeah, way. But that's yeah. only if you want to bend it with it while it's in place. Because I was thinking, like, well, yes. if you just you bend it and you flip it over, I mean that's pretty simple. No, uh, but you, that doesn't work. Yeah. There's well, times when you're tight, I want a 90 in it. I can bend it. I can bend it towards me and flip it over, and then I got a ninety that's facing the other way. Yeah, but there's one thing I will say about the Navac battery-operated stuff is they seem to be on top of it. You know, of course, there's always going to be a first iteration. It's never going to be perfect. So they had the flaring tool. They released another one. I have the swaging tool or tube expander. They call it. Um, That one's okay, but there's places where they can improve. And it's the same thing with the, the how does battery it, operated. They say, it, they say it doesn't split copper. Is that true? <sighs> Which one? The freaking power, the swager. The swager, it splits three eighths. Um, yeah, it'll split three eighths and half inch if you do not stop it and rotate it. That's so stupid. The I told them they mm. need to fix that crap. Yeah. But so it, but but the thing is, is I like where they're going. Like they're the only people so, out there. Here's, doing this, here's, so. the, here's the thing. I was so intrigued by that flaring tool, the first generation flaring tool for the longest uh-huh. time. And I was trying to talk myself out of buying it. And then every time I like have a job, like a, a big mini split job, multi-split or whatever, I'm like, oh God, should I buy it? Should I buy it? No, I'm not going to buy it. Should I buy it? No. Finally, I bought it. Damn freaking two or three weeks later, the new it's version the comes time. out. And yeah. it's a hundred times yeah. better than the old version. You know? um, that's one thing I'm going to tell you too, Bill, is right now too, you just reminded me, uh, we're right at mid-cycle on the phone. So if you wait, well, you don't want to wait six months, but you're going to be buying a phone and a new one's going to come out in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Thanks. The new phone I buy tomorrow, I'm going to have for the next 10 years. Got it. That's a bit silly, but so, okay. What are they even up to? Like, What do they have now? Like Note 27s or something? Uh, well, they got rid of the Note and they combined it with yeah. the, the Galaxy phone. So um so, so the, real quick off the topic of phones is that okay or should we just keep sure talking about keep going i was gonna sure, say what, that back, back to navic oh yeah. Yeah, yeah is that new tool out yet no what is no, that it's, it's uh i don't know i've only seen it online in one place and then i um honestly i don't think many people have any video footage of it i was talking to um oh shoot what is his name do you remember the guy's name that was at the a at the symposium with um with Andrew? Nope. Navak? I'm trying to think of his name right uh, now. He's a little guy. 
Yeah, he's no, real nice, but it was uh, – no forgive one. me. I'm sorry. I forgot your name for a sec. I was just talking with him too. But anyways, it was him, and he was showing me that there's not any footage out there of it yet. So sure, Did you film it? Yeah, yeah, I filmed it. So with this with this bender, do you guys have a picture of it you can bring up on the screen? Not that I can see it or anything, but – Which one? I'm real, the uh, the one where you're talking where it does the reverse bending. So I'm oh, yeah. curious to know, like, how – okay, so I understand the application of it. If you got a line set in place that you can't remove and then bend it off-site or whatever and then put it – against the building so, so okay it's right there you want to bend it against it but how does it bend it without crushing the okay so, so think about the okay the 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 mandrel right the the part that has the curve to it the half moon yeah, yeah the half moon they put that yeah. up on the top it's like two separate brackets there, there's yeah. like a bracket that you put in place of the mandrel and then instead of holding the mandrel it holds the the little spinny the bracket yeah doohickeys and then the mandrel, there's another bracket that goes on the top where the spinny doohickeys go, and that's where the mandrel goes. So it just switches okay, so the position yeah, of both pieces. Like the, almost like the same setup. But yeah, I see what you're saying. This is exactly why we have not succeeded as a podcast, because we are over here horribly trying to describe how a reverse bending attachment works. I'll show you guys, all right? I mean, I'm sure everyone here knows. And that's where it would do really good on the podcast, too, when you show us. Yeah, let's so don't. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, no, I don't. I've never heard of a reverse. It's just oh, like which, a yellow jacket. They all have one. Yeah, which bender do you have, Bill? Yellow jacket one. I'm oh, sorry, bro, I have you can just that. buy the reverse bender attachment. Yeah, it's really it. Actually, Bill, yeah, if you I, want it, I'll send I, it to you. I have it. Well, I don't uh, understand. Actually, I don't understand me why I need a reverse bender. I got screwed. Oh, trust me, dude. Once, once you, you find you, it, yeah. Once you use it, I mean, like, if I have a round pipe that's four foot long, I need to bend it in half. I just bend it in half. And that's it. I don't need to reverse bend in half like the other way. I just bend it towards me and then flip it over. I'm like, oh, look. I just did what a reverse bender would do. You guys see what I'm saying? Okay, well, let's just, just give him a pass, guys. He's from Michigan. So. <laughs> yeah, see your fucking reverse benders. <laughs> it's, oh, a, it's a straight pipe. You can bend it a 90 towards you or a 90 away from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a reverse bender, you can bend it like a 90 away from you. Bill, my guy, yeah, well, you, you just can't figure out why, but um, Christian, actually, Christian used to work with me. Um, Christian's saying it just simply pulls instead of pushes. Yeah. On the, yeah, the I, that's all that I understand. Like the mechanics of it, I understand, like all that. I just don't understand the, the application. Like, why do you need a reverse bender? Because you, you can't make okay, over. With that tubing bender, if you wanted to bend really close the opposite direction to the last bend you just made, you can't do yeah. it unless you have the reverse bending attachment because the bends are too so close that, together. That's the application. Then. Okay. See, I can understand that application. Yeah. We're talking like a, if we're talking about a bend in the middle of a four foot pipe, I don't need a reverse bender to make the elbow. No, no, no. That's like, what I'm talking. Thank God. So, oh, so man, for instance, get I'm working, I'm working in a, uh, you know, there's an access hole that's 18 inches by 18 inches with a lid and the line sets are going down in that. I'm running a new line mm -hmm. set. I can use the reverse bender and bend down in that hole because the, right. the, the long part of the bender is sticking out of the hole. And you can bend pipe and do different things. So you can just get it into different spots. You have to get and it. And is it now. used mostly for like, um, like you said, Chris, making bends closer to previous bends that you've already made? That or that you have ran into. Like, I can't do that very well on mine. For me, it's either, yeah, bend to bend as close as you can, or if you want to work down in an awkward position, like where you're up against a wall or something like that, or you're, you can't 
you know, it just helps at different times when you're doing line set work. That's true, so. uh, Joe. Uh, if you have a straight pipe sticking out of the wall that can't be removed, you can't bend it downward. Exactly. A hundred percent. Joe Shear made the perfect there. point, Joe. Yeah. And that's why I got it. Just my you, do you get it, Bill? Because if, if a pipe's coming out the wall and you need to bend it yeah. six inches yeah, from the wall sense. straight down. The best comment that, was from Joe Shear, actually. <laughs> Joe Shear, you go. You still have that little. That's funny. Yeah. Thanks, Joe, for explaining it to me. Chris said it too, or Adam. I know Chris didn't say exactly right. that. Okay. You know what I did no. see too for the first time in person when I was at the trade show? They had the, I, I think I've seen them before, but I never really paid attention. They had the tubing benders that are just the plastic tube, the sleeves. Those oh, scare yeah. me so much. Yeah. Can you imagine how hard you have to work to bend seven eighths oh, no with way. that I and remember... then to get that thing off? Hey, Chris, you ever see back in the day? I remember. You know the spring benders, yeah. You oh, yeah. And then, like, you get to a weird bend. I find I still occasionally I don't find them that you often find anymore. Them. You find them on the line side because you guys can't get them off again. Yeah, because they couldn't get them off. Yeah, that's the downside to the spring benders, and yeah, it literally just left them there. Just leave them right on there. Dude, Joe Shear again one ups his comment, and he gets comment of the night when he says he speaks Bill. Nice. There's a. Uh, yeah. That's why I love Joe. I mean, that's not that impressive. Learn to speak Joe, and then I'll be freaking. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you guys all got that by now. Oh, there's, good. There's yeah. a good one. There's a question in chat. Like, Go ahead. Adam. Like you're vomiting alphabet soup. Sorry? What he says, like, you're vomiting alphabet soup. Oh, yeah, my you're, God. Your language. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. All right, go uh, ahead with your, your comment there, Jeff. There's a guy in the chat saying, you guys are awesome. Customer basement going through a lot of portable dehumidifiers dehumidifiers no name brand why and i've been there once and honestly tr like a like a crummy old basement that's leaky that's nasty you see just dirt everywhere like i, I was going through i i've been there like I, I at least replaced at least two almost yeah i guess two and they had one before so it could have been almost three and first of all, you have to get a good one if it's going to be a basement like that you have to get a good one that's coated in at least epoxy the coils and something like that because uh yeah i think that's one of the reasons for sure a lot of vocs and i think soil and most dehumidifiers even the good ones are kind of disposable i mean i think they all have a shelf life on them they're only gonna you know yeah but i'm assuming by this comment he's probably been going through them like i changed this like i changed two in like almost a year like it was like bad and he's probably doing the same thing and it's probably a no name brands or whatever and it could maybe happen. if you fix the source of the humidity well sure you know, some areas do have like metals in the air, like you know, bad soil, bad fuels. You know how it is, it's just crummy. Maybe the air exchange, maybe the air exchange is bad. Uh, there's not enough air exchange or whatever in the house. But I, if you get like a good one, like um, where they have uh, General Air or Santa Fe, they have the epoxy. They got some like there's a new one that I'm. I'm is there? Santa Fe. April yeah. Air. <laughs> April Air. I think has like a like a five year or Santa Fe has like they have high. Um, warranties, high year warranties. So yeah. you get a good one like yeah, that. You're getting Randy hard right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I was listening I to Bill Spohn's podcast, his one he just released today, and he had a, a building science guy on there. Forgive me, I don't know his name, but they were going into an interesting conversation with how we bring, and and this is going to segue into kind of what you guys were talking about, but how we bring, you know, the building science side into the affordable way for people to do air conditioning and where they went with this was that you're going to end up hiring 
someone that is energy conscious just to run the job for you kind of like to, to, to spec everything out. He charges you a fee and he just kind of audits everything to make sure the whole process of electrifying your home and, you know, energy efficiency, air conditioner replacements, all this different stuff to make sure everything's sized. Right. That's that? kind of what, uh, that's 2. what 0. the, uh, yeah, that's what two, one of the, one of the processes of 2.0 is. Is it? The interesting thing though, is with that being said, it got me to thinking if and i feel like we're going this direction if we get to this point then the residential sales companies will not be able to make money anymore because they will just be bidding jobs that already been scoped out they're not selling anything they're going to the customer who the person that's running the job tells them yeah infinity equipment so I then, think there's there's a lot of customers out there that just don't care and they just want the cheapest cheap and whenever there's I, yeah, cheaper, yeah. you know there's gonna be i just people. don't i just am questioning about you know, all these private equity companies that are buying everybody up right now. I just don't know if they're going to make it if this is the way we're going, because those big sales companies can't be designing, you know, net zero homes. Those those companies don't know what they're doing. So, no. it's just interesting if that's where it's going to go. Hmm. But uh, uh, that's when that, that private equity company not only buys the residential sales guru company they also buy some sort of uh, energy company like they'll go to nate adams and be like hey we want to buy all your stuff and yeah they'll say okay and and they have both uh, best of both worlds yeah um they did that's one thing uh we're segueing right now that my friend christian asked if the uh the total line girls were there so our carrier branch has the they, they always have these girls dressed up old moms and total line bikinis or whatever at the trade show and yeah they were there again it's always weird when you see those people because you yeah. look at them and you're like, you're you're like a mom, you know, like yeah. oh. total line bikinis. Yeah, it's just they, they just always have these models up there and like you know, skimpy clothes like or whatever. Showing something, or is that, are they like standing next to something cool, or are they just like they're just standing there trying to get you to the total line booth? Like they're just oh. a prop to get guys to come over there and look at their stuff. Like that's I've always hated that about the trade show. No. They do that. But it doesn't get me. Yeah, it doesn't get me going out somewhere else. That's yeah, it doesn't either. And it's just it's just awkward. I just feel like I don't know. It, the older I get, the 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 worse I feel when I see girls objectified about different stuff just because I have kids. And I'm just like, I always feel bad. Uh, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's it, sad. It seems like a, that's sad. It seems like a dated concept, you know, like something we yeah. probably should grow out of as a society. Eventually. You know what uh, I appreciate it as a loss leader at uh ahr a few years back is coors igniters they're giving away coors beer and i'm like oh that's kind of cool you're giving away coors beer huh and they're like well we're the same company i'm like no you're not you're like yes we are oh they're owned by anheuser-busch they're it's the same freaking well they started the same company coors igniters and coors beer it's the same family oh gotcha look it up interesting That's yeah, if, you, if, you go, if that. you go talk to them about their igniters, they would give you a beer. I'm like, sweet, I'll keep coming around. <laughs> That's fine. Like, let's talk igniters. Bill, what'd you do this week, buddy? Anything interesting? Uh, nothing real interesting at all, actually. No. Uh, I, still, I was hoping I was going to have a really super cool call this week, but uh, I don't know. He called it a hospital and just turned out to be a, a hot surface igniter. It snapped off. Oh, actually, no. You know what? Hmm. I had something kind of cool. I have a commercial oven, and it's a convection oven, and it's uh, intermittently been having issues where it just won't fire up, right? 
And since I just went to this fancy NCI class recently, I was trying to do the whole combustion analysis to it, but it wasn't really working. I I don't know. I think I need to read up on how to actually use the uh, analyzer I got. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was getting no O2. I was getting like, uh, I don't remember how many parts per million of uh, CO, but I was registering no O2, which I don't know. I guess obviously there's situations where that can happen, but I don't know. Is, is that your, was that the first time you've ever used it? Yeah. Maybe your O2 sensor is bad. Yeah. I, I reply, I'm so busy. I'm like, Bill, are you dead? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm testing this underwater. <laughs> Which I feel like, I mean, there's oxygen there too. So I should have, you know, hit a bubble or something, but I don't know. But uh, I was kind of excited to actually use it. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to be able to use my analyzer. I'm going to, Call Jim Davis and be like, hey, Jim, guess what? I did it. And he's going to give me an air high five and it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, I got to I gotta play with it some more, I guess, and figure out why I was registering nothing as far as O2 goes. Speaking about uh, now we're talking about oxygen. So I recently signed on to become a dealer of IQ Air, you know, like the high end air. Yeah. Supposed mm-hmm. perfect 16, the best filter you can get for your house, supposedly, right? But they make you buy this whole like promo pack and all that um, in order to. It's so stupid the crap that they make you buy. But I have this doohickey. Oh, oh wow! It's wow. a particle counter. Nice. Hmm. So it's like it just sniffs. I was. I want to kind of fart into it to be honest. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You know what? Just breathe on it. You have dragon breath. I mean, everything I buy, I fart into. I there was a there's a, a new tools. There's a new uh, um, YouTube channel I just found. I can't remember the name, but it's a dude that is just doing indoor air quality stuff. And it's pretty well presented. But he was making a video where he was doing uh, comparisons to home, you know, like the Havens and the, you know, whatever other brand air quality monitors. And he was using the high end ones and just seeing how accurate they were. It's pretty interesting. Well, how much is that thing? Yeah. That's pretty pricey, no? It, it is. I, I want to say this is... 700 or a thousand bucks for this meter nice and what does it tell you like what what's in the air like what can it tell you then it's i don't know if it's i gotta read the manual i'm not sure if it's particle it's it's a laser particle counter i'm i don't know if it's pm 2.5 whatever Mm -hmm. but it's particles per liter i believe okay now how how are you going to use that in your business are you going to use it to like um, generally to sell air filters, upgrade air systems, uh, IAQ products, yeah. like, or is it just... So well, actually in uh, John Ellis's indoor air quality class, one of the things that he showed is uh, you could test at a supply register and test at a return register and see how effective your filter is, um, hmm. like the efficiency of your filter. And then also they sell you this, they make you buy this goofy thing that it looks like a a huge square flow hood type deal and it has a strap um for that particle counter on it and basically you would me- measure you know the dust or whatever come out of the registers then you strap it to this thing and it has the iq air filters inside of it and you hold it up to a register and you see the difference oh cool cool that's pretty cool huh. i can't imagine like how do you bring that into a conversation with a customer i know like, let me go yeah. get my big box hood with my yeah fart counter Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've seen one in action, not by me, but uh, we had a house, a uh, big house. I had a dehumidification and big pool area and um, finished installing it, whole setup. And uh, they screwed up on the drawing. So 
the only way to get out of it was using the room as the return. Well, mm. keep it open and return and put a hole in the wall, close the door and have an open return on the on the system. Like, how did you pull off a hole in the wall, though? We cut it open. We cut the wall. What do you mean? Which, which is the, like a return grill or something? Yeah, return grill. Put, cut a hole, put a return grill. So, uh, and of course, there's sub, it's a mechanical room, so there's a sump pump, sump pit. And dude, this house, this whole beautiful house. First, I, I noticed when I got in, I went to the pool area. I'm like, oh my God, it reeks. Like what? Pool? Like shit. Mm. Not like pool. If you have a good oh, system, what? you won't smell any of that. That's what's amazing about these systems. But anyways. Was, was he an Italian guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm like, it stinks. I'm like, oh my God, something's going on with that stump pump. Bit. And he tried to try to pin it on me, saying, "Oh, the machine, because the machine. Do you think it's because it's picking up the smell? Well, yeah, it's probably picking up the smells, but it doesn't have enough water column pressure to, to you know, pick it up and do this and do that. Dude, something's wrong with your drain. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. So I ended up calling a plumber, and yeah, there there was. Uh, I think the back check was stuck. Something was stuck in the drain. He's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Something was wrong with the drain. It, dude, it reeked. I go, yeah, and I suggest put some nice quality." doors on those sump pumps because yeah it's open to like the atmosphere like those those seals suck but anyways the guy they brought a guy in with one of those testers mm. and uh he came in and i'm like oh god here we go and the uh first but, 2000 yeah we have first sniffer 2000 but it was all right i know i wasn't i, I know i wasn't is, is that how they found it they were like Whoop, we're getting stronger I, I know i laughed i knew my my job was good it's it's it was nothing to do with my stuff and then yeah, they realize it was a back truck drain. Yeah, um, if they really want to sell the, that little tool you guys are talking about, they need to make the end of it like look like a nose or make the whole thing look like a nose <laughs> with a handle on it or something. That'd be awesome. So Dan Doyle wants to know, how much CO2 do you think is too much to be unsafe in a walk-in or a classroom? So in a confined space, basically. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the number would be for CO2, but that's something that worries me. I want to get a personal yeah, CO2 yeah. monitor. Well, like 50, like the PPMs? I yeah. did know. Uh, I actually, think that was another thing from John Ellis's class. I had an awesome book he gave me, and then uh, it was in my truck. It got wet in the winter, and now it, it got moldy. I had to throw it out, so I don't have oh, it anymore. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's low, isn't it? Because Isn't it pretty low? Like below 100, right? I don't remember. It's like 50 Jason's or saying that most buildings we set uh, at about 2,000 parts per million. For CO2, Alarm. we do. We Our economizer sensors will be set for, you know, to... to Open up. Open up, yeah. That reminds me. I'm going to buy that uh, that personal CO monitor. Yeah, that's a good idea. What yeah, Dave, Dave Johnson. Is Dave Johnson. I'm talking about CO2, carbon dioxide. Oh, okay. Yes. Garage is okay. I got it. Yeah. But Dave Johnson yeah. is saying CO, carbon monoxide, okay. um, or CO2. and yeah. Okay. I mean, both you need monitors for, Absolutely. but I'm more concerned about CO2 because I'm working in confined spaces with a lot of refrigeration, beer, chillers, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, The SensorCon Industrial Pro, 200 bucks, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about that last week, weren't we? What's that? Yeah. The, the... Yeah, personal CO monitor. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yep. Every time I put it in my car, I'm like 200 bucks, man. And I have to like talk myself into it. And, and then he like, goes ah. and he buys like three more toy dinosaurs from the eighties. <laughs> I mean, those are cool though. I, I got some, uh, you guys remember the little dinosaurs from Flintstones, Fruity Pebbles from way, way back in the day, the little cartoon dinosaurs. Yep. Yeah. Purple. Just got some of those. Now oh, they're like purple, yellow and orange. Right. And hell yeah. So, man. 
um, Mike B said, pour bleach down the drain. And I have an interesting story about the bleach down the drain. I don't know if I told this before, but uh, in some of the, the breweries and areas where they have a lot of beer, uh, the yeast will plug up the drain lines and condensation just becomes a nightmare where there's beer and stuff like that. And so we had a restaurant that the drains kept plugging up. So when we would go to do the PMs, we would pour bleach down the drain with hot water and flush the lines out, you know, cause it's just small, quick drain sure. lines. Well, the manager got sick of paying me to come and pour bleach down. Yeah. So what he did was he took like a, a container and poured bleach in it and left it open and set it inside the refrigerator. And mm. then he would do that every day. And he was just thinking the bleach would be airborne and it would just keep everything, you know, the refrigeration oh, no. and everything in the drains. It ate through all the coils. So he had a brand new box oh. that was like nine months old yeah. and it needed all new copper evaporator and everything. And he's like, why isn't it under warranty? And I'm like, bro, you can't because you're a put superhero chlorine in the air and just let it, it's just eating everything away. You try to take a shortcut, save a buck, and it ends up buying uh, your house. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then and then one time I was because we used to clean ice machines. It's still one of the most effective ways to sanitize an ice machine is to use bleach. So I'll still use it to this day, but I don't really tell my guys to do it. But um, I got done cleaning an ice machine and I I ran the ice machine cleaner through and then you dumped it all down the drain and then i went to go do sanitizing so i was going to put a cap full of bleach in there and let it earn a little bit more but you know run bleach through anyways the bleach and the ice machine cleaner mixed down in the drain and it was coming up in all the drains in the restaurant and i started to panic luckily they weren't open yet so i just opened all the doors turned on the exhaust fans and let it ventilate out but that would have sucked if they would have been open freaking called you, the fire remember department like uh what was it two or three years ago or whatever that uh, buffalo wild wings a dude was like mopping or whatever and he ended yeah. up the manager didn't oh, yeah. know. Yeah, what happened? It was a Buffalo Wild Wings, and he had a cleaning staff, and he poured the wrong chemicals and mixed the wrong chemicals and didn't realize it. And so as he was mixing it, the fumes started to come up. So he realized something was wrong, and he ran away. It was just the kitchen staff. So then the manager ran over there because he realized something was wrong, and the manager was trying to get the bucket of chemicals out of the building, and the fucking manager died. Mm. So... Because it was just toxic, and it just got him instantly, and he just freaking died. Jason did a uh, sweet comment, and it's so true. What do you say? Cheap turns expensive. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's so true. So true. Exactly. And uh, somebody was saying, worth the upgrade. For, this is for you guys, maybe. 13 seer to a Bosch, 1820 seer. Will, will it run less? Well, it won't run less, but... Um, you know, yeah. the, the, and, and this is something that guys, I genuinely really didn't think much about until I started thinking about my home project and everything. And, you know, and, and oftentimes in commercial, our equipment's massively oversized. It's always oversized. Yeah. Um, but on residential, as I'm starting to worry about my energy bills and stuff, and I'm starting to realize like, you know, the, the, there's not going to be many cycle times on my system when I install yeah. it at my house. If, it's going to run like, depending on what you do, like not saying whatever, but to, Back to the whole point on Bosch. Bosch wants you to set your cycle rate. I don't know if you guys are familiar with setting up cycle rates on no. thermostats or that. You mm -hmm. know, like no. Uh, most of the time, like a regular 13 seer or whatever, it's set for three cycles per hour. And then, okay. you know, furnaces, you could set cycle rates to 80% furnaces are most of the time five cycles per hour. Uh, high efficiency are three cycles per hour. Bosch wants you to set the heat pumps at one cycle per hour. So they don't want it to shut off. Never. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the goal is not have a boss shut off. Yep. So it's, it's interesting. You know, a lot of us are 
in the old ways it's like well your your unit's gonna die sooner you know that was the logic for a long yeah, time it was like you right. wanted to shut off because it's gonna die you know and it's like no it's meant to run and, and you know? to be honest even and it's here, worse the heart the starting and stopping you know nowadays do we even care like guys who really know like sear what's sear you know yeah uh, a factory set standard uh in a that, nice that you'll never meet because it was right. met in a lab that we can never reproduce those exact numbers exactly you know exactly so. you know so how about yeah and anyways but yeah. i guess to each his own uh, i don't know um, i'm curious to see though if you've been you you've had that uh energy monitor on your house the whole summer right uh since august 1st i went live with it august 1st so so you have uh, what good two months of solid data in there? Yeah, AC. I have I have two months at design summer temperatures. Um, so August do you, do, and, does it does it save the data? I see your stakes. Ninety nine percent sure my data saved. Yeah, I can probably log into it because I'm curious to see once you go through all this, like wh where are you going to be at? Yeah. yeah, like that would be awesome to see that. Um, definitely, you know, I've been thinking a lot about everything lately, and and uh, I'm. I, I don't want to say names of what we're going to do or anything like that yet, but I'm thinking about going with the lower tonnage. I'm thinking about just going for it. Nice. Yeah. So, I know we were kind of talking about that, Adam, but we mean talking about it. That's what we're doing. Adam loves no, it. I'm thinking about he going the that. next step down and just Ooh. not even playing it safe. He has a Coley owns. That's, not what, even that's, playing what, it safe. that's what I'm doing, bro. I know. In my I know. House, what are you doing? Yeah. I ordered a three ton heat pump with a three K backup. Yeah, in in Chicago, people. Yeah, yeah it sounds yeah. like you're playing it safe though. It's three K backup. Three <laughs> K backup. That's like a coffee warmer. Uh, That's all right. But three KW, not K K K, not KW. Um. Oh, and I released. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying what the tonnage is on my stuff yet, but it'll come out in the next couple videos. I'll tell everyone. Do. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> but but uh, group. I did just release a video doing the air testing on my house, like the first blower door testing and so stuff. You know, and it's funny that. too, because I'm already thinking of things like other tests that I want to do with the blower door. And I'm like, oh, I want to test that. And I want to test that. So but, what? let us know. What are you thinking? Um, I, I wanted to, uh, I said it in the video, but there's an interesting airflow that I have in my house, air leakage issue where... Yeah where my my furnace is and this was in the video where my furnace is is in a cabinet that's attached to outside right it's just the door is what attaches it to my house and because you have the combustion air vents and there's massive air leakage from the attic so i'm curious how much my furnace is pulling in of that attic air and trying to cool that because the furnace is not sealed to the floor it's just sitting on plywood and there's massive air leakage you could see underneath the furnace. So I'm like, I wonder how much of that air. And I want to know exactly how to measure, like how much you're getting there. And someone was saying you could do it with the uh, mixed air temperatures. You can, there's a formula you can do where you can take return supply attic or, and then find or, the mixed air. Yeah, or I believe what you could do possibly is take your static pressure of your system as it's running. Mm -hmm. And what is it called? Um, matched. For match pressure? No. What is he called? You know what? Know. Steve might have been know. telling me something about this. What you could do, though, I would think if you want to really isolate it, you could probably like put a patch or something. So you basically like stop all the airflow from going through the attic. Yeah. And then match the pressure 
um, with the duck blaster and then met, see the flow through all the holes or whatever. Um, yeah, Chris cool. was kind of saying something like this, and this is kind of what you were saying in a way too, was if I could somehow block off the top half of my yes, furnace exactly. at the heat exchanger and then yeah. put the duck blaster yeah, at 25 pascals yeah. and see how much airs. Um, Not necessarily. No, 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 no. Pascals. That wouldn't work. Match the pressure. Match yeah. the pressure. So if your, you your static is one, you know, right. 0.7 inches in your, in your supply, crank it up until you're at 0.7 and then measure your flow. Yeah. I hmm. think. I mean, I'm not a professional. I'm no Jenry Garcia. Yeah. I should probably. Yeah, I'm curious. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, Joe Shearer, I thought about this too, but that would only measure. Joe Shearer says pressurize the closet with the blower door. I thought about that, but the blower door wouldn't fit in there. Um, I don't have the stuff to make it small enough if it even go small enough. But um, the other thing is, is I the number that I want to know is because my furnace cabinet, when I shut that closet door, it only pulls a little bit of air leakage from the house through the closet door, but it pulls more from the attic. So I want to know how much of that attic air with that door closed is coming and leaking underneath the furnace that's not sealed to the drywall because the return is directly below my furnace. So pressure match. That's what yeah. it's called, yeah. pressure match. I couldn't get the terminology right. Dustin Cole. If your return is directly below the furnace, then and you're sucking attic air. Are you sucking in attic air? I, I guess no, I'm no, no. The return is below my air. furnace, Bill. But then there's a drop, a drop duct under. Like it goes to the bottom of the the closet door where the furnace is at, and that's my return from my house. So that's sealed off. It pulls the return from the house, but there's air leakage under the furnace into the return so and that's what i'm trying to measure you'll have to watch the video you'll you'll see it if you scroll through in the video hmm. interesting i'm excited to see when you're going to be done with it but honestly at this pace i don't think it's going to be done before summer oh definitely dude yeah, i'll have it done yeah i'm i'm picturing this being done uh mid-january get so. out of here <laughs> yeah that's i mean so i mean time next year I'm, I'm not going to be I've been asking you for two weeks for the what grills we're going to use. So I give you duck sizes. Yeah, that's I've been busy, dude. I haven't been able to deal with that. <laughs> it was a rough week. But no, I mean, I mean, ideally, but I wouldn't be butthurt if it went to the summer. As long as I can get the duct work done before the summer, I don't care. Um, I'm not in a rush. I have no obligations. I'm just I'm fine with everything. So, so are you redoing all of your duct work, Chris? Yes, I'm going to redo all my duct work and then I'm going to get a quote. I haven't done that yet either. I need to get a quote for a guy to come take all the bat insulation out, vacuum up the attic, and then I want to do all the duct work up there and, and seal more um, air leaks. I'm so. making them change the boots too. Man, that's going to yeah. take so long to get all that done while you're also running a full-time business. Well, the only work I have to do is the duct work in the air sealing. So yeah. It's not that much and the duct work i can run once once we figure out the the duct sizes and stuff i can start running that right now in the attic and just have it sit next and then just because well i don't want to go into details on what we're doing but yeah i can do the duct work first so ti that's uh for sure and del mar is saying chris you need to cut another return on the living room side why not? I, I've thought about that if I need to, but again, trust me, it'll all be revealed in the videos. It'll all make sense what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So, dun, dun, dun. Hmm. she just moved. The that's whole a thing. that's a really good point. Ty, Ty, actually, I didn't even think about that. Absolutely. 
when my furnace is running and pulling air from the combustion space because of those air leaks, I have a high chance of CO leakage. 100%. I do. And yeah. but luckily I will say that we have we have uh, CO monitors all over my house. I have forever. I'm very adamant. How often are you how often are you running the furnace in the heat mode? You don't have uh, monitors, you have detectors. That's true. Sorry. Mm. Monitor would be nice, true. actually. Sorry. Yeah, I have detectors. <laughs> um, but I have multiple brands, too. Yeah. Just, they don't actually make a noise until you already have brain damage. Yeah, that's true. Goddamn. Shut up. <laughs> true. <laughs> My furnace probably hasn't even turned on yet. <laughs> so. I mean, what are the. Uh, I forget the parts per million level that Jim Davis does actually make it sound. Is it 70? Yeah. And the NCI ones are, I think, what is it, like five or something? Well, I think it's funny. Like I think it's funny. Time. Everybody in the chat is trying to guess what size my yeah. equipment is, what type of duct work I'm doing. I'm not going to say what I'm doing. Only before immediate death is true, Ty. I don't know. <laughs> Detector will only notify you only before immediate death. Yep. But Ty. it's interesting. The things that we, we don't really think about. Like, I'm not an idiot. I know what CO is. I know what CO poisoning is, but I've just never really put two and two together That because I've never stared at my unit long enough. I just changed the filter in it for the last eight years since I've lived here and just move on. Like, I don't pay attention to it. Yeah. So how my do we neglect our own stuff? My oven was putting off 450-some parts per million. Shit, that's doing pretty good then. Yeah. yeah. Better than the 800, right? Yeah, better than 800, which is wild to me. I still don't understand how that's just allowed. Um, that was one thing that uh, Jim Davis was saying. He's like, everyone says on uh, Thanksgiving uh, you're tired because of the turkey. What do they call that crap in the turkey? Trip, trip oh, oh, yeah, I've heard this yeah. before, though. It's the CO. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. the CO because you have your oven running all day. Yeah. Yep. Heard that. Okay. That totally makes sense. But there is, yeah, anyways. Yep, yep, yep. Somebody in chat was saying uh, about a garage. I know there was um well, actually no first Peter. Peter sent me an email of like um what were they called, Peter? He actually seen him in supplies. We don't supply house and we don't see him here at all. It's the uh uh what's it called? I can't remember the name, Peter. What was the it's like a shark bite for refrigeration? I haven't seen him. It's a whole line. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen those. You've seen those? I yeah. never seen yeah. them. Those those scare me. You know what else you know what else is making the rounds right now is the uh it comes up every couple of years on social media, and I've seen it pop up like three times this last week. Is the line set glue? Oh, the, really? The freaking glue that you put on the line set, and it looks like plumbing PVC pipe glue or whatever. And then you, you shove it. That? Yeah, so oh, I don't know. Someone just posted that. a picture of that stuff again, so I don't know. Has anybody ever used that? I have no idea. Uh, Doctor Z that. made a video of it like ten years ago or something like that. Twelve years. Like line set. Oh, did it work? Uh yeah, it was an awesome video. He put it like a kitchen pot over his head and uh he <laughs> took a pipe and put caps on it with a, a fitting where you could nice. add pressure and he would raise the pressure up to like fifty PSI and then he put his fingers in his ears and like squinted and then he raised it up to a hundred and did the same thing with a pot on his head and he kept bringing it up higher and higher and then he uh tied it through right. a rope and dragged it behind his truck. Yeah. And then it blew up. Huh. So the, the, the glue is made by high side chemicals. I just found their YouTube channel, but I'm looking for Dr. Z's video with it right now. Hmm. Dr. Zarkloff, man. 
Metacina. I still see Jim Petnato in, in YouTube comments all the time on my channel, but I haven't seen oh, anything cool. from Dr. Zarkloff in a long time. What's the Zarkloff? like, what? I'll see the comment there, Mecca Inc. Um, there could be so many things. If your relative community is higher inside than outside, man, there's it's a huge garage with there could be so many issues. I don't know where to start. <laughs> that was the beginning, Joe. Unlike your stories. <laughs> he was just pretty much saying in chat that he has a or he knows a shop, a mechanical shop that has uh, living quarters, and the humidity is pretty much higher inside than outside, like much higher. So mm. He talking like a barn dominion. He's right. Sorry, like a barn dominion. Like a he's talking about like a house with living quarters and something like that. I guess maybe it's just a shop or I don't know, maybe a dispatch shop. I don't know, something like that. Maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. But I know yeah, once old slab. Yeah, I know. It could be. Um, obviously, you gotta know what systems he's running, and whatnot, and how much tonnage, blah blah blah, and how big this place is. But I know. Um, I went to a place once that it was almost like that, and there was no keeping up. There was no keeping up. Like, honestly, he could have kept up, but it was, like, barely keeping up. But in the end, it came up to, and I don't know how we found it, but um, it was a poor drainage, uh, slab drainage, and it was coming up from the, 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 I guess, ground. And he was getting water in areas he didn't even know he had water all over. You know, and it could be even water coming from the roof going to your space, and even know. Um, mm. So yeah, that was that was a that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, but of course, you know, slowing down obviously airspeed and all that stuff. If you you know, it depends what system you have, and obviously dehumidification. But if you can't, uh, if you still can't get, and it's like cutting close, you gotta think uh, outside the box a bit. And maybe there's water coming inside the place somewhere in the garage. Who knows? Do you remember Doctor Z's wife? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm looking through the things right now. <laughs> you you remember the ones when Doctor Z would put on a wig and then yeah. like do fake service calls at the door? Oh, those were hilarious. I'm sitting here scrolling through his videos trying to find one right I'm now. A, I'm gonna play one. Doc, you guys got to go subscribe this to Doctor Z's channel. It really was like he was a really smart dude. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. There. It's a short video. I don't know if it's good or not. I just picked one. Hello, my viewers. You want to know how it is to be married to AC Tech? So let me tell you. Yeah. Thing about being married to an AC Tech is that the tech support is instantaneous. Did you have twenty-four volts? My wife would not yep. get a meter out and start checking voltage for me. She'd be like, no. Oh, damn. Damn? Damn what? All hmm. the fish got away, okay? Hey. Hello. Hi, baby. How's your day? Hi, Becky. How you doing? I got this train rooftop package unit over here at one of the schools. He is, William. He is. For some reason, it's having a heck of a time going into uh, defrost. Uh, I've got, getting all everything 24 volt. I've got signal going to the 
defrost board or anything. Sounds to me like yeah, I, the defrost board is going bad. Yeah, I, you're right. What can I say? Okay, I'll talk to you later. Love you. All right, that's it. This video, this video makes me feel weird. I was gonna say, Bill's just sitting there listening. He can't ah. see. <laughs> Shut this off! Oh no, copyright. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, his that was awkward, bro. That was long and awkward. I was like, was. Right, after was like twenty seconds in, twenty yeah. seconds in, that I was, was ready the for it to be done. Of my life. Yeah, <laughs> you don't like Becky. But I know I loved their their interactions. It was funny, but he genuinely like as silly as they were being in that video. He really was a smart dude. And if you go back, like I was looking, he's still alive. I, yeah, I, I was looking at his stuff and um, he was pretty with like the trends and stuff. What was going on? Like he had a brand new field piece vacuum pump. He was advertising yeah. for him. He was doing all kinds of different stuff and working with manufacturers. But, but I didn't realize this at the time. He wasn't an HVAC tech. Was oh, he wasn't? He wasn't? He worked no. for a school district, right? He was oh, a yeah. maintenance guy for a school district. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. if he's smart enough, though, you can uh, you can claim that title, I suppose. Not like we were excited to go to school or have licensing or anything. I mean, you can be homeless one day and the next day, hey, I'm an HVAC tech. And everybody's like, all right. Girl, oh, gosh. I mean, you guys have that. Dane wants yeah, to know if I he can use it. a fan and a block of dry ice to cool him off. No. Yes. No. Well, I mean, I mean, yes, it'll cool you off, but you, depending on if you're in a confined space, you're potentially going to have CO2 problems because you'll be nice and cold. That's frozen CO2. So the off gassing of that's not going to be good. Somebody else. That's actually why I want to have a CO monitor. So somebody else is asking about can you use a mini split for a walking cooler? Oh, Aiden. Yeah, they do do that, but it's they're There's not going to last. After yeah, they have a something called a cool bot, and what you yeah. do. Or, or mini split, same difference. Yeah. Like, right. Whether you use a, a window shaker or a mini split, the, the compressors are not meant to run no. at temperatures that low. The oil, well, in it. modern ones, the oil will probably be fine. But in older systems, the oil wouldn't be rated for temperatures that low. Like, no. it's, it's just not yeah, so right. You have to double it up, right? Get two window shakers or maybe like three mini splits. Well, they have all these people that, right. that will go in the there, – there'll be people in the comments, you know, and they're like, oh, I can buy a cool bot and I can cool an entire walk-in cooler. Like, you can't rely on that. Yeah, it might get the temperature no. down, but fill it full of product and open the door three times yeah, and right. 80 degrees in there. Yeah, you know? like, yeah it's still like a recovery you're dealing with. Yeah, so – I mean, but if you're doing a deer storage back for your hunting cabin or something like that, sure, yeah. a freaking mini split and a cool bot thing, that'll probably work fine because you only open that thing once every six months, so – Good point. Valid point, sir. Yeah. Yep. Well, but, right, well, I think it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm going to be a short one. Too. What are you guys doing this weekend? Working tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's probably going to drive. Oh, my daughter got her license, so she's probably going to be going on That's her first right. trip by herself this weekend. So. Oh, man. How's that on the nerves? She's going to go to her boyfriend's house. She's at her boyfriend's house right now. What? Oh, so, uh, yeah. How does that make you feel? I trust her, so I'm fine with that. But the whole process is weird. It is. Like the I whole bet. meeting, the boyfriend. He's a really nice kid. He really is. And meeting his mom. Like it was, it was, there, everything was fine, but it's just weird. It's just like, dude, I met my wife when she was my daughter's age. She's mm -hmm. going to marry this guy. That's what scares me. 
Is it really that yeah, already? Yeah. Like I married my wife that we were dating in high school. So, hmm. and you know, like I look at it as because I have a daughter as well. Like you can trust your daughter, but still, like I remember what I was like as yeah. a you know teenage boy, and I'm like, no, like I trust. I would trust her, but this other cat, this other cat, I don't trust. <laughs> so Albert Eccles asked if Joe is dating HVAC Jess. No, Joe is not dating HVAC Jess. He's dating someone. That different, so. is amazing. I think I'm going to meet. Great. I'm actually going to meet HVAC Jess though. Cause I'm on a panel with her at HR. I think, I think she's going to be on a panel that I'm doing with a bunch what? of other influencers. So I her to show you everything. Her, her pocket, pack out load load pocket out. pack out does she carry a pocket made pack a out? video i i don't know i haven't seen her stuff in a while but she has like shows like all the stuff she carries around with her and it's like yeah. random crazy crazy she stuff. Has, like a pocket pack out i want a pocket pack out no it's just stuff cool. in her pockets and she wears oh. a little tool belt but that reminds me do you remember uh uh what's his name bob Bob. pedro Big Clive was saying he was uh, taking a look at a lithium battery on uh, YouTube, something about lithium, and he he found out he could take 5.5 pounds of dry ice onto a plane. I left all YouTube just diverts you in other places. What the yeah. hell? I know. 5.5 pounds of dry ice? like, yeah. And that's probably why he gets searched every time he goes on. <laughs> that's that's true. true. Yeah, He got swabbed last time, he said. What do they mm-hmm. swab you with? Uh, I think at least when they swabbed me, they uh, it was just like this cloth that they rubbed all over my stuff and they oh. and they sniffed it and they had no gunpowder or whatever they're looking for. Why would you put mm. gunpowder on your junk? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they call it banging, son. <laughs> nice. Nice, Bill. Nice. And... I wasn't listening, so I didn't get to hear the awkwardness. I can claim that you can feel it in the air, though. I was reading. Yeah. yeah, I can. I can definitely like in the back of my hearing. I could hear a conversation, and I heard uncomfortableness. But I was over here reading the comments, and I was. So, all right, real quick <laughs> before we go right now, I think we should talk about having. We should approach these people, right? But like, what do you guys think? What kind of guests should we have on? I was thinking somebody said the other day Don Gillis. He would be cool. Cool. We yeah. should have who else? What do you guys say? We get Trevor again. We get Don Gillis. Clive is always oh. on. He's our buddy. I, but... No, we haven't had Don Gillis on, but I can guarantee no, we, we can get him on. I can contact oh, yeah. him. Um, um, Blue on. Honestly, I would like to have Steve Rogers on. Yeah, Steve Rogers cool. again. Yeah. Um. What about what about your uh, Dick Words? Would he ever come on? That would be super cool. Question. I don't know. I don't know if this would be the platform for him, though. Yeah, Clive, we'll, we'll why take not? A look at that. Yeah, we, sure. we could make it. We could make it the platform. Yeah, we can adjust. Yeah. We do. We like ebb and flow. That's yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, would be never. curious, but I just I, ever I I don't know if he would have everything set up, but yeah, like, that'd be something cool to consider. If John Pastorelli can do it, anybody can do it. True. Yeah. Captain I need to see again, John. I haven't sure. seen John in a while. Hey, who else should we get? Come on, brainstorm. Uh, I mean. I say let's focus on that that little list right there. Let's get to you know, go for people that we haven't had on the show before. Like Zach Don Cody, Dick Wurz, yep. that'd be awesome. Zach Cody says hey, Kevin Compass. Hey, we've been asking NorCal Dave forever, and it just never works out. But you guys spam NorCal, tell him you want him on the show. Yeah, so. there you go. I don't see why it doesn't work out because I feel like he would fit in real nice. Oh, amazing! Me. We had him on once, didn't we? Yeah. But then it no. just 
Nope. Oh, no, I thought we did. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, did you guys have him on Shop Talk then? Awkward. Yeah, no. No, no I swear nope. we had him on once. Nope. No, nope. we were just watching. We were watching his live stream during our live stream. Yeah, that's right. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Remember yeah. when we used to do stupid stuff like that? that oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. We should do that again. We should do, we should do more stupid stuff like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stupid stuff is the best. But again, oh, Greaves. Yeah, yeah. We, Greaves said he wanted to come on the show last yeah. time at the symposium. We just never did it. I, I should email him. He, he told me to. Email him. He has a cool idea. Let's not say it, but he had a cool idea for an interview. So, oh, that's cool. Sure, we can probably get him on. Wouldn't want to come. Look at this chat, guys. Look at the guys in the chat we have in here. They're awesome. Smart techs in here. You know who we should have on here? We need the bear the hatchet guys. Who? Zach Ciota. Let's get him back on here. You know, I say do it. Zach will come on. I'm sure. Joe's blood is boiling right now, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) He's over there stewing. Joe can go on a date and not be on the show that night. It's all good. <laughs> no, I don't care. Oh, yeah. Why was when he touch your nose when you? Oh, yeah. And that's another thing. John Israel. I, I know care. you guys said no, 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 no. And all of a sudden, somebody's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Same, no, I don't care. If you, you want to go right? ahead. I just don't see Yeah, it. we can I talk about fried blowing and corned beef hash and HBA. Right. John is skinnier than me now. Cool. Oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot he had the. Uh, Gastro bypass, whatever stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get. He's real skinny. He's. I really think. I really think we should have Danny Norian on the show. Oh gosh, hundred percent, hundred percent, thousand percent, even. I agree. That dude, blow your mind. Yes. Tell him how he apply uh, leak lock. I would no. I would like to know. No, I want to have Danny Norian on the show so that way he can show us his Canadian red seal. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yo, you're Canadian Red Seal, <laughs> yeah. bro. I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. And Joe's always talking about this high level of, like, oh, everybody's got license over here. And it was right. like Danny Norian. He's got his license. Then we see a guy like Joe who doesn't have a license. True. And you know, like, Danny Norian yeah. is, is so cool that I bet you anything, he doesn't wear your stupid Canadian approved work boots. I bet you his boots are not puncture proof, dude. I bet that's true. Uh, no, I bet I beg to differ. Freaking Joe that's and his test. he's gotta have I gotta have oh, what about, uh, it has to be. It has to what be about HVAC know it all. Gary? Yeah. I don't know if yes. Gary would want to come on this show, but I mean Gary I, doesn't I, he actually nice day, John. He I've talked like, uh, talk to Gary often too. Like I have nothing bad to say but gary's very apprehensive because he gets a lot of hate from a lot of people so he doesn't really want to be out in the I public know. i don't I think he Chris. really I see what you're saying. gets that vibe very much what not that he's public? doing anything wrong he's he, on, just, he makes youtube videos every day and he's got his podcast and all kinds of crap so yeah, yeah. 11 minutes of commercials <laughs> hey you know what we're laughing but he's laughing all the way to the bank so yeah true but it's still i don't subscribe to it and that's one of the reasons Hmm. Whoa, Peter Smart. He's got some fighting words right there. Yeah. So Rector Seal, or was it? It's actually not Rector Seal. Oh, you're saying Rector Seal. But actually, no. What about the new uh, Nylog competitor that Supco came out with? Oh, it's yeah. basically just like runny oil and they're calling it a thread sealant and it goes on threads <laughs> and it it's supposed to be better than Nylog. And I see people commenting on Facebook. It's better than Nylog and all this really? stuff. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that either. 
Silberstein. Who is that again? Oh, Eugene I, Silberstein. Yeah. Actually, I dude, I I was at the show with him this week, but I didn't get to say hi to him. We we didn't cross paths. Wait, he was wait, there. wait. Did you did you say Eugene Silberstein's here in the chat? No, 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 no. no. Ty Branneman okay. is saying that we should get Eugene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring him on the show. Yeah. Eugene Silberstein's funny because he's a big guy and he may not do it anymore, but about six years <laughs> ago, I had a training class with him out here. And he was still a big guy and he would still jump up on the desk when he's doing his presentation. Like it's just out of nowhere. You don't expect it. And he just walks up on a chair and gets on the desk and does something to get everybody's attention. You know, that must be a key to like how these uh, old school guys teach. Cause like Jim Davis is you know throwing tools at you. This guy's jumping up on desks. Ty has that too. Yeah. He grabs everybody's attention with different stuff. Like we didn't talk about, did I tell you that Jim Davis just freaking whipped an analyzer at me. Like no. I only threw it and I did not expect it. Was no cool. way. I did not expect it. And then I'm like, what happens if you just moved out of the way and it shattered? And then Bill took it from me and he freaking yes, whipped it back at Jim. Bill threw it back. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to take his head off. <laughs> Bill. I was nervous. I was nervous, dude, because I opened it right he, at him. Jim caught it like this, right? Oh, if my God, him, Bill. Okay, damn, Bill. Yep. Oh, dude, Jim almost. Hey, <sighs> I mean, it could have went really bad. Oh, it could have. <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, oh, man, we have to end the class because I – through analyzer at Jim Davis. That would be now he's dead. That would be it's in like the HVAC news magazine. It'd be like Jim Davis oh, dies man. from one of the HVAC overtime hosts. Yeah. An <laughs> one more reason to not like the overtime guys. <laughs> that is oh, Jim Davis. Funny. There was something in chat before we Yeah, actually they are shockproof, uh, Jonathan Hughes for sure. And William Pace is the rest of show up and I would just carry him to the car after he's all knocked out and stuff. Oh, there you go. Imagine. Uh, Jason Johnson says leak lock is total crap. I agree that I don't use leak lock anymore, but I will say that I did successfully use leak lock for the first half of my career without having yeah. any problems because I'm not an idiot and I don't shove it in. You know, when people, <laughs> I will say too, when the competitors of leak lock, I did, I never saw this from Nylog, but I've seen other competitors for leak lock and they'll do like a promo or marketing materials where they're actually squirting it in the tube. Yeah. Come on. Like, you're not squirting that shit. I, in that I still see a lot of old timers yeah. still use it. What color were you using there? The blue. Yeah. The blue is what I, I, I But I mean, I managed it. to use it for most of my career. Never yeah. had a problem. So. I just hate it because uh, I know it got my uh, my uh, reader going. My uh, what's it? Called? You know what? Uh, ironically, I've had bad happen from Lee Clock when it gets really, really old, and you pull yes. a really old flare nut off. And stupid me, I've cut my arm because the the oh. glue gets so hard that if you rub across it in the wrong way it'll freaking cut you oh like razor sharp yeah it's like razor sharp pick me pick oh, me you know, don't be a critter like me <laughs> i actually i used leak lock this weekend uh a uh was a walk-in cooler that was out of gas i walked in and of course because the walk-in cooler you walk in and you can hear just you just hear the valve was just hissing and i remember from hdacr videos i'm like it's low in charge man ran right up to the roof and side glass was just about empty and i got to looking around inside there and there was a straighter cap that was you could see it was um cross-threaded mm. i pulled the straighter cap off and i could just see refrigerant uh, oil and shit just bubbling out of the straighter for me oh okay. brandeman says remember when the leak lock factory caught fire also high side chemicals product i do remember that because there was the leak lock shortage for a while oh no way uh, and then do you guys remember when the uh um exactly the the brazing rod factory caught on fire and there was really? a shortage on brazing rod probably about eight years ago and uh, then harris what was it the space pack 
factory caught on fire or was it Unico? Uh, Westemeyer Industries, they they recently, this just happened like a year ago, their, their factory oh, caught on fire. They make all the receivers away. and pressure vessels yeah, yeah. burnt down. Wow. A year ago. I thought that was more recent than that. Maybe it was six months ago, but it was it was six months to a year ago, I think. So hmm. well, yeah, I could be wrong. Um, oh, so, you know, again, I know we keep saying real quick, but some crazy news. So first off, we talked about it quickly last week that uh, um, Emerson sold their climate divisions. So we talked about that quickly. So that's Copeland and everything. And then uh, I've been a space case. I didn't know this, but did you guys know that a year ago Johnstone Corporate sold out? I didn't know that. I know Johnstone Corporate know barely anywhere. Yeah, the 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 because Johnstone's structured weird. It's a bunch of share or uh, it's like franchise uh, owners. It's all yeah. franchise owners. They they created like a co-op or whatever. But yeah, they got bought out by a um, private equity company too. I didn't know that. So hmm. it I starts to make me a little bit worried because with the private equity buying manufacturers, they're buying distributors they're buying all the residential companies at what point do they, they start controlling control everything man yeah i mean if one I, of these people one of these companies out there they want to buy my company out feel free give me a call i'll post my number in the chat you i, I tell you what you well, come buy my company two million and i'll stay with the company for two months two million so and you can have it two months i'll sell you my <laughs> company for one million and i'll okay, stay. i'll sell you mine for 500 grand <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> yeah, four hundred right. grand, and I'll make three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. But I'm leaving today, and you have to clean everything up. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, Tom, before we leave, Tom uh, Leak Lock has killed so many minis, but especially with distributor Branch Box uh, liberally applied to all flare fittings. Hmm. Uh, sorry. John yeah. Harrell says, uh, call CMS. They're looking to get in my area. My company's too small, guys. Nobody would buy my company. I have three technicians plus me, so I have four techs. Like, I, there's nothing there to buy. You'd be surprised, though. I mean, the, yeah, the, you would. The, uh, it's commercial, though. It's commercial, too. Some companies, though, they're not really looking for manpower. They're just looking for customers in the, the, the concepts yeah. and that. So, yeah. well, someone knows that wants to buy a freaking one and a half million dollar four person company come let me know so <laughs> yeah shark tank mm. sell jewels for a big mac and a fries okay i guess big mac and fries i like big mac you guys even have big mac in toronto canada yeah man they, but i heard they have different mcdonald's menus in, in canada than i think like McDonald's in the East workers have to wear rubber gloves and freaking Helmet. Say boots, Apparently buddy. in Canada, you you're fucking have to wear puncture proof boots. I don't think in McDonald's you have to. I don't think someone could correct me. I don't think in McDonald's you have to, but uh anywhere else, yes, you do. Yeah, you have to be license to make hamburgers in McDonald's. No license, but you know, maybe to be you know, no, no, no license there. No. Hey, can you have purple uh, hair and work at McDonald's in Canada? That that's Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh is the secret sauce at McDonald's just maple syrup in Canada? Um, yes, nobody should know yeah, that, but yes, it is. Right. But yes, in the east coast, they do have menus, they add fish to the menus. Yes, they do. Yeah. It's fish something, it's like good. another fish. You know? I like the filet of fish sandwich, I'm not gonna lie. It's all right, it's all right. I mean, I had a McRib once. Oh, oh Jonathan, I'm gonna say, well, how is it? How is the McRib? How is it? Ribby, I mean, I didn't mind it, I guess. 
it's, I think uh, I've had one before. I just think it tastes like chewy barbecue sauce, if I remember. Right. Literally, all you all you taste is just the barbecue sauce. You know, like yeah. I'll give you a little insider tip in case you guys didn't know. I used to work at Wendy's yeah. back in the day, and like every month they would come out with a new sandwich. Be like all this promotional pictures and POP that we'd have to put up, which I forget what it stands for, but all the little pictures you see on the menu, and they'd make this big deal out of this big dumb sandwich, and all it is is like a new sauce or a new. A condiment that they had to like oh we got jalapenos now and then we add mayo or whatever like oh oh my god it's still the same piece of chicken the same bun it's just like they're changing one tiny little aspect every month of it so yeah the mcrib just barbecue sauce and onions and some sort of tofu shaped rib mm. product Thai saying in China they have at Kentucky Fried Chicken they have a starfish a starfish yeah they have right. total different menus there starfish yeah I know wow I mean, Russia has uh, McDowell's now instead of McDonald's. So, oh yeah, <laughs> they turned all their fucking McDonald's into the knockoff Russian version. Yeah, nice. They deserve McDowell's, like the two stripe Adidas. Hey, come on, man! McDowell's is better than McDonald's. Hey, maybe that dip, 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 dip. hot, hot, hot. That belly yeah, jiggler yeah. guy. He probably has two stripe. Oh, that oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that grease ball. Who's next to me? This is uh, my kids put this in here, and I put Bill's hat on here. If uh, Bill, I said this in the beginning, if Bill was smart, he would put his curious HVAC guys' hats on HVAC overtime. He would lose money. Do that. <laughs> we, we make a total of like thirteen yeah. cents off of everything we yeah. sell. That's true. Hundred percent true. I'm almost just, up to a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> we just do it for uh, the fun of it. But they are nice. I can't remember the last time we even sold a shirt, to be honest with so, you. Yeah, because you never we plug don't our Hey, website. people, go to our website, hvacovertime.com. There's mm -hmm. super funny shirts. And it, look at this. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold Hit, on. The light. Hit the like. There's like 94 people in here. And like, how many likes? I can't see. Yeah. Hit the like. There's My a new God. algorithm. Wow. People, HVAC overtime back. Beautiful hat, Chris. Look Check at that. HVAC yeah. overtime hat. Yep. Aside but, from overtime, I have to admit, Chris's t shirts are good quality because they still haven't faded and they look epic. Oh, but dude. All mine have faded. I think our hats yeah? are better. I think our hats are better than Chris's. I'm just going to come out and say it. Oh, yeah. we got Except funny for, words you here. You can't touch the bottom with your hands oh, there. Oh, okay. Because look at my hat. It's black, buddy. <laughs> and you don't sweat in my hat because it's open. You can't see this, but you can see through the top of the hat. Aren't they the same name, Brian? Oh. Whoa. Oh. Nice. All right. Well, on that note. Yeah. Wrap it. See you guys. Wrap it. Wrap it. <laughs> yeah, guys. What, what happened there? We had a, we have a technical. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what you're doing. Guys, check out Clive tomorrow, Saturday. So many great guys in here. Everything has a channel in here. Everything HVAC. Uh, I think Jonathan Hughes. Trevor Matthews. Ty Brennan in. Hello. Brennan in. Brennan. Pop. What the heck's a Ty Brennan in? Ty Brennan in. Banana Man. That's why I just say Ty Banana Man. Yeah, that's probably easier to say. Ty Banana Man. Oh, my God. Hello. Oh, that sounds like somebody I know. You got a pretty mouth. Oh, that sounds like somebody <laughs> I know. Hmm. That's weird.
Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> I can't see anything. It's okay. You just got to hear it. <laughs> what are you doing, Adam? I think everybody's freaking having a freaking seizure by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting here with my eyes closed. All right. Even Bill's got his eyes closed because you're making him sneeze. There you go. There you go. All you gotta do is click the right button. How long ago did you make these credits? I like this is when Trump was running for office. And it's in the very beginning it said a mysterious Canadian. Joe is still a mysterious Canadian. We have still not actually confirmed where Joe lives. And actually, talk about Randy and uh, his little buddy Luke. Sorry about them. I said he wasn't in the yeah. chat, so we can't acknowledge him. Oh, Randy, yeah. He might oh. be. Um, oh, he he made a post in the overtime group, guys. If you guys didn't know in chat, we track overtime group. Amazing group. Oh, uh, was it the one about the sour cream noodles thing? Uh, uh, no, it was both. Sorry, I was going to say, Randy also told me that I should get an April Air 313229 thermostat. thermostat, too, yeah. for my house. For sure. I think you should. Terrence and Philip are Joe's neighbors. I wish they were, dude. Seriously, Randy would lose his mind. Guys, hit the thumbs up. Go to HVCOvertime.com. Buy a shirt. We don't really make any money. There's kids in some third Africa. world country making them for yeah. us. But it's okay. Indonesia. Please do it. Good seeing you, Peter. We need help it. Us feed it. Help us feed some poor kids. Hmm. Yes. yes, poor kids. They need our money. Wow. Like the what? Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Our favorite. See, Yamo is our Sarah McLaughlin. See, an infomercial <laughs> from Yamo comes on screen and he's like, you know, in his Mexican accent, he's like, you should really help the kids. <laughs> the there you go, Bill. That, that song, too. Uh, and where is Yamo? He doesn't even come anywhere. He asked he us if there's a show today. He's sitting he's in his bedroom without his shirt on, staring at Guadalupe friends yeah. on the wall, eating Cheerios <laughs> with Mother Mary on the wall behind him. With and a his cross. white chonies that are sta- Adam. Why are you showing me your freaking nipple? Chonkless. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Hey, somebody text me a picture of the nipple. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs>